quack, 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 Ramble Room. That's what you're listening to. You're not watching Mighty Ducks. I know. Yeah. Easily confused, right? Yet. Anyway, um, story? Yeah, sure. I I was just going to say that I'll just talk about hockey. <laughs> um, I've never played hockey. I would probably die immediately if I tried. Um, I have barely ice skated successfully. And, um, you know, I did enjoy going to hockey games, though. I, I haven't been to one in a while. Mm-hmm. And um, here in Michigan, we have... Red Wings hockey games, right? Griffins as well. Yeah, particularly in Grand Rapids, it would be the Griffins, Griffins ho- hockey games. Hoffy? Yeah, hoffy toffee games. And, um. <laughs> hoffy, coffee, toffee. And I have a distinct memory of having beer poured on me. And at popcorn! The... You remember that? Yeah. And I was wearing a white winter coat, and I was probably like nine years old or eight. And mm-hmm. my winter coat was stained with beer, and I had to get rid of it, and I was very yeah. mad. Well, that was because dad, mom and dad took us to a college night because tickets were cheaper. So there was a bunch of college Cause they have, behind us. Yeah, they have particular family nights, which tend to be less rowdy. But, yes, uh, but the tickets were cheaper <laughs> for this particular night, and now we know why. And so was the experience. Yep. <laughs> oh, certainly. <laughs> so um, I, I just have a distinct memory of that. Yeah. Um, I have memories of t-shirt cannons and mm-hmm. that was their mascot a griffin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What else would it be? It's a big old bird that would skate around. What else would it be, Melissa? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? You know why I'm looking at you like that. Well, Melissa Melissa brings up this because this week we watched the Mighty Ducks trilogy, which is... We watched all three of them. Obviously three movies (laughs) starring Emilio Estevez and Joshua Jackson, which we watched... Those are the only two people that matter in the movie. Very true. (laughs) Um, Kidding. But we watched them because uh, we love Pacey Witter and Dawson's Creek. As we've mentioned in the last podcast. It's just, you know... Once you once you watch once Joshua you got- Jackson, you have to watch all of his movies. Yeah, now we're watching his uh, TV show Fringe. Um, we're gonna move on to Doctor Death at some point. You know, we're just really we're going through IMDb and picking and choosing what we're watching from him. But so we watched all of them. I'm gonna try and give you a brief synopsis of all three. I'm not gonna be able to do a one sentence pitch because yeah, it's three you movies. I mean, you could, but it it wouldn't really explain much. Hockey is played. That would be it. Um, a peewee hockey team. So the first one is about um, a lawyer who gets arrested and has to coach kids hockey for his community service. Yeah. And that is the first one. Yeah. The entirety of that one. The second one is... D2. Yes. Is the same peewee hockey group, minus some kids... <laughs> And adding um, some others. Go to an international competition for junior league hockey. Yep. Um, that's the second one. They turn it to Team USA. Mm-hmm. Instead of the Mighty Ducks. And then the third one, which Emilio Estevez is in like two minutes of it. Thank but, God. But they made him the head title. I was like, okay. Yeah, made no sense. Why is he the billing name? Like, He's that's in the it. movie for 15 minutes. <laughs> this makes sense. 
The third one, however, is um, the Mighty Ducks. They're all of them are awarded scholarships at a prep school and have to kind of find a new way to work with this new coach. Yeah. Um, and their their old coach is gone. He went to do something. I don't remember. Aerie, he went to go train other uh, like other, other people. I think other junior teams or yes, things like but that. But their their captain of their team, Joshua Jackson's character Charlie, he quits the team because of this new guy. So it's kind of like right. a, a it's a struggle between learning how to adapt. adapt to a change of coach. Yeah. So those are the three. I gave you the bare bones. You really did. Um, because I just was like. We're, we we were trying to put, we we're trying to put them all in one, and yeah. this might be a longer podcast, but or it might not. I we'll mean, see. who knows? We'll see. <laughs> I I'll try and do minimal interruptions. Um, so so we'll start, start with, with the, the first one. The first one called the Mighty Ducks. Now, what I'm I'm just gonna make a small complaint here. Why? Why were the other ones called D2 the Mighty Ducks or D3 the Mighty Ducks? Why wasn't it like D2 the Mightier Ducks and D3 the Mightiest Ducks? They had an opportunity. They didn't take it. <laughs> you know what um, always bothered me? Like, it's, it has nothing to do with this. I just said I'm going to try to keep it minimal interruptions. But um, yeah. what always bothered me is that the movie Now You See Me is now you see me and now you see me too instead of being now you see me now you don't <laughs> and that always that has bothered me since they came it's out a good, the second it's one. a good movie though and the oh it's a great one. they're great movies i'm not dissing them at all just their no, titles i know because they had a chance to do something there and they really didn't and same here with the mighty ducks they had a this, chance and biffed it this says that some home release copies were printed with the title the mighty ducks are the champions as the movie title Really? That's a little long, a little lengthy. The Mighty Ducks are the champions. Which is funny because they do play We Are the Champions they a do. lot. It's kind of their song. It is. Or We Will Rock You. We Will Quack honestly, You. Honestly, any any uh, Queen song is their song. Okay, so let's start with this first movie. Let's. Oh, also, we should mention this, this led to a year after the first film's release. Disney founded an actual NHL hockey team. Called it the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. And they're still a thing. They are still a team, but they changed it from Mighty Ducks to just Anaheim Ducks. But they're still technically just named after this movie. <laughs> I mean, iconic. Um, so the main character, at least in this first movie, is Gordon Bombay, played by Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. He's a lawyer. We also start this movie with like a fla- every movie opening credits starts with like a flashback that's happening. Yeah. It's like Emilio Estevez's character is having some sort of flashback while the credits roll. Yeah. So in this first one, he's flashing back to a game that was I mean, he was the same age as these kids. He was in this peewee hockey team. This yeah, is kind of called what- the Hawks. Yeah, called the Hawks. And the flashback is him screwing up and missing a, a shot. Yeah. And and basically, it's the first time the Hawks ever get second, the first and only time. Mm-hmm. And he takes this hit really bad. His coach doesn't help with that. His coach puts a lot of pressure on him. And and he feels like he let his dad down. His dad had died that same year. All this stuff leading to him never wanting to play hockey again. Yeah. So then he becomes a mean lawyer. <laughs> 
he's like a jerk arrogant lawyer yeah who's like who uh, like he like defends murderers and gets them off yeah so then he not wins in a sexual way well we don't maybe. know could be yeah you have no idea but anyway he wins his latest case and he decides he's going to celebrate by drunk driving <laughs> then, going for a drink and then it gets out of hand basically yeah and then it's snowing out and he's fucking drifting all over the place it's like this is not drift grand, baby this is not grand theft auto fast gordon. and furious motherfucker <laughs> so, i hate that his name is gordon by the way gordon i hate everything about him in these bombay movies. bombay gordon bombay that was really dumb no it wasn't <laughs> you secretly liked that <laughs> you secretly liked the song I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. That's another song, Lionel Richie. Okay. Hello? <laughs> yes, exactly. So then he gets arrested. <laughs> All this to say, he gets put in the slammer. <laughs> then, then he's sentenced to 500 hours of community service. And his job is on the line because his boss is like, Oh, his boss's name is Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> That'll matter. <laughs> For obvious reasons, I think. <laughs> his boss is like, all right, you got to do this community service in order to keep your job. I have a question. Do you think they came up with the title of the movie being the Mighty Ducks or like even the team being the Mighty Ducks? And then they said, ah, well, how do we get that? <laughs> yes. And they and they added in that the boss's name was Ducksworth. I am almost positive. He probably the team was like name Wadsworth was Wadsworth before and they were like, eh, just change it to Ducksworth. The Mighty Wads. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible. No, but but for real. What? He gets arrested. <laughs> no, but really, he is arrested. So, in order to keep his job, he's like, fine, I guess I'm doing this thing. And he can't drive himself because his license has kind of been temporarily revoked. So he's got... For a, obvious reasons. Yeah, obviously. Then, he's got a driver with him. In a limo. Yeah. He drives him to... An ice rink. An ice rink. A pond. Yes. Where they're called the District 5 Pee Wee Hockey Team. I'd just like to know, once again... These Disney movies make it seem like peewee sports is a huge deal in the world. And it just isn't. (laughs) It is to those kids that play them, Melissa. Sure it is. But they're talking, I mean, his flashback, he's talking about like, that was a make or break for my career. What? You were 12. How is that make or break? You know what I I mean? I think it gave him performance anxiety. (laughs) Okay. Especially with that coach. Because the coach of the Hawks is a... Class A dick. <laughs> He's what we'd call an actual asshole. He's what the French call a piece of shit. <laughs> He's what my mother-in-law would say, stupid. I don't have a mother-in-law. I'm not married. I'm very lonely. Somebody love me, please. 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 Anyway, so moving on. So, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> to what? Oh, wait, okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. <laughs> okay, okay, bang, bang, That wasn't funny, Melissa. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was Okay. I was making fun of how dumb you were. Okay. They pull up. <laughs> They're on the ice. So they pull up on the ice. The limo drives onto this lake. Dumb. They'd be dead. <laughs> they, re- they really would be. That's just not something that you do. 
and all these kids we had seen them earlier they were like messing with someone there this is the thing about this Classic. trilogy this is very geared towards like slapstick three stooges types of comedy mm-hmm. almost like the parent trap pranking the camp pranks yes. that are done mm-hmm. it's kind of that humor all throughout the movie and it, yeah so first you see the kids and they're like playing some dumb prank on a guy it, the prank doesn't really make sense they like take dog shit put it in a <laughs> put it in a purse then put a one dollar bill outside of the purse I like that this is supposed to be like, oh, yeah, this is a good trap. And then they like set it on the side of the street. And some rich guy in a car pulls up. How do you know he's rich? I don't know. He's wearing a bomber jacket and a baseball cap. (laughs) I don't think. And jeans, I'm pretty sure. Well, his car, I don't know. His car looked kind of nice. His car was ratty as hell. It was red and dirty. Okay, I don't remember. (laughs) Okay, but here's my my point of that whole scene. Why would you get out of the car? Why, Why would you get out? Be no way in hell you're seeing that. If you're driving down a road, yeah. you're not on the side of the road noticing a purse with $1 hanging out of it and going, yes. Yeah, and then stopping traffic. I like, must pull over. He pulls up. He doesn't even pull over. He just stops in the middle of the street, gets out of his car, picks up this purse. and He's takes, in his car. Yeah, takes the dollar bill out apparently and then looks into the purse and sees dog shit. And he goes, ah, and throws it out of the window. And then he's pissed off, so he's now he's running after the children. So then they're running in the streets. Yeah. And then one of them gets hit and killed. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of the movie is spent... No. At a funeral. He's anyway. Saving money for his funeral. <laughs> Kickstarter. Um, so now we're at the kids are playing hockey on the yes. ice. And we meet one of our main characters, Charlie Conroy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's the other... Uh, this has turned into a now long-running joke. Yep. That this character's name is Charlie Conway. W-A-Y. It's Con? on all of his jerseys. Way. Everywhere. And they call him Conway. They call him Conway. He himself says his name is Charlie Conway. Mm-hmm. In all three movies. This is my mom. Then. She's a Conway. You get to the end of this movie and the credits roll and it says Joshua Charlie... Jackson is played by, er, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Joshua Jackson is played by Charlie Conroy, not the other way around. That he's playing Charlie Conroy. As in R-O-Y. And I, when I saw the credits, I said, isn't his last name Conway? What is this? And I looked it up, and it is a typo. It's just like a known typo. I've never seen a credits typo before. Have you? I've seen other continuity issues. I've seen other things like that. But I have never seen like a cast billing issue. I don't know that I've ever paid attention, but I'm definitely going uh, to now. Like yeah. to every character. I just ever. have never seen someone just imagine, completely use the wrong last name. Could you imagine watching the new Spider-Man or any Spider-Man and the credits roll and it goes Toby Maguire as Peter Pooper? Like, yeah. No. <laughs> Tom Tom Hubbard plays Peter Parker. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield plays <laughs> Peter Kaka. <laughs> Peter Carker. <laughs> Peter Carter. <laughs> That'd be what it would be. It'd be Peter Carter. Yeah. Played by Andrew Gaffey. <laughs> like, Just, I couldn't believe it. So now every time I see Charlie or yeah, someone that's says, Conroy to you. <laughs> yeah, whenever a character says, hey, Conway, I always go, hey, that's Conroy to you. <laughs> Watch your mouth. That's Conroy. Um, We did a lot. We have a lot of inside <laughs> jokes about this movie now. <laughs> so... So here's, a, I guess, a, a list of the different players in this first movie. There's Charlie Conway, Fulton Reed, which we'll get to him later, Greg Goldberg, who's the goalie, Jesse Hall, 
He's the one that says cake eater to Adam mm. Banks later. Adorable. Um, Lester Averman, who's the jokester with the glasses. <laughs> this is these are my identifying factors. The yeah. jokester with the glasses. <laughs> There's Peter Mark. Who was that guy? <laughs> she goes, the guy with the glasses, Peter Mark. I don't, I don't remember know. him. And Charlie Godway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Roy. There was Dave Carp. I think Dave Carp might be the sick you know what just just forget what i'm saying there are a bunch of players right yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh and there's connie moreau we can't forget about connie yeah don't be a sexist which you know what's funny is the actress's name is marguerite moreau so they have the last and same last name so yeah there's a bunch of these kids they're all rowdy they kind of suck at playing hockey and they even tell him they're like we're not very good He's like, well, you're going to have to be if we're going to beat the Hawks. Like, I don't know. He's being a hard ass already. <laughs> so then he's like, keep practicing. Uh, and then he gets in his limo and just sits there. And I think, doesn't he take a phone call or he tries to take a phone call from his boss? And then all the kids get into the limo and are like shaking the limo around. Yeah. Even more dangerous than it was before when they were parked on the ice. And then... All this stuff is going on. Chaos is reigning in the limo. And then Charlie's mom shows up outside the limo and he's like, oh shit, that's my mother. So then they all get out of the car. She yells at Gordon for letting, first of all, parking on the ice and letting these kids in the car and, you know, endangering all these children's lives. And then she also can kind of see that he's sort of a dick. So she's just mad at him. And, um... How old and are you? And then they part ways. What? How old are you? 24. What's your favorite age? What? What's been your favorite age, would you say? That was really random, but I, I'm curi- I'm just curious. If you had a favorite age that you've been already. I don't think it's happened yet. No? I think you don't I- have You don't have one to date? I've heard that... Your 30s are the best time of your life, so I'm ready, honestly. I'm fucking done with my 20s. Wait, but do you do you like life right now? No. Do you like me? Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. It just, I don't know why. I just thought about it. I don't think I have a favorite age. There's not, like, a specific age in particular. You know what? Yeah. When I was, when I was 13, maybe... I don't know. <laughs> so it was middle school or? Yeah, the summer after I graduated from middle school. That was a good time. It was the summer in between middle and high school. It was okay. a time of freedom. That, a time a... of still being a kid. That's acceptable. All right. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Okay, so now she's pissed off at him and they kind of just part ways. All the kids go away and Gordon's like, I'll see you guys in practice. So then we kind of just cut to the next the next game that they have is against the Hawks. So this is where he encounters his original coach, Coach Riley, who was the dickhead. And he's still a dickhead. Who hasn't aged at all. Yeah, who has magically not aged. Like, they didn't try at all to make him look, young, look younger. Yeah, he doesn't look younger in the flashback. He just looks the same. And yet somehow Emilio Estevez is 30 years old now. Uh, I also want to say, so I had a realization 
Uh, I hate Emilio Estevez <laughs> so much. Like, my passion for hating Will Schuster throughout all of Glee... You're so mean. Is the matched passion that I have for Emilio Estevez in this movie. I mean... In these movies. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And also, he's like my least favorite in The Breakfast Club, so... (laughs) You're like, he hasn't had a good run with me. You know, there's nothing redeeming except for the way that Sean Spencer says his name in a psych. So, you might hear me go off on random tangents about how much I hate this man. That is (laughs) all. So then this game starts playing. Uh, the ducks suck. And they're not the ducks yes. yet, I should note. They are just called District 5. <laughs> they don't have a team name. They don't have good equipment. Their helmets are falling off of their heads, which is dangerous. Um, Their knee pads are not even really knee pads. And I've, I think even, like, they're, they don't have a uniform altogether, so they all are wearing, like, different hockey jerseys. Like, one has a Philadelphia t-shirt on or something. Yeah. And then one has, like, a sweat red sweatshirt. All of them are wearing red, but there's nothing uniform about what they're doing. So they're just kind of a mess of a bunch of kids. They lose a game, and Bombay is pissed, and he's yelling at them and being a dick and not being a good coach. <laughs> and then you see in the corner, off in the background, there's a man named Hans. Who... <laughs> <laughs> I always joke because in the second movie he mysteriously disappears and is replaced by his brother Jan and it's like really you can't think of different names I just said Hans and Jan and then Hans hey. comes back in the third one to die <laughs> yeah dude this movie was a trip <laughs> these movies in general it was like why <laughs> There are certain characters where you go, what was the point? There's a lot of characters where you go, what was the point? <laughs> There's some, well, that's the thing is, Ariana's looking up pictures of Joshua. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like the kids change but don't change throughout the movies. Like the actors and the characters themselves. There's no like cohesive cast that goes throughout this trilogy is what we're saying. It's like some will come back later, some will leave, some will show up in the middle of the movie, or in the last quarter of it. Yep. So Hans is looking at Bombay, and Hans has been owning this particular skate shop for forever. Since Bombay was a kid. Yeah, because Bombay notices Hans, and then he goes outside to try to find him, and then he finds him in his skate shop, and he's like, hey, Hans. And Hans is like, yeah, I was going to say hi, but you were too busy yelling at those kids. <laughs> He's like, calls him out immediately. Yeah. And Bombay looks at like this article of him, lo- his losing game. And Bombay says to Hans, I don't know why you keep this up. And Hans just kind of talks about how, yeah, failure is a normal thing in your life. I don't really understand why you decided to give up playing hockey because you loved it so much and you had so much fun playing it. And he explains the whole thing about his coach. But Hans is like, well, that shouldn't matter. You making your dad proud is just you playing hockey and having fun. He's like, don't you remember what it was like to have fun? So then... um, Then he, like, leaves and they have another game the next day. Or not even the next day, but they're doing this rehearsal where... <laughs> I said rehearsal. 
they're doing this practice where Bombay is having them pretend to fall. Basically cheating. He's teaching these kids how to cheat in hockey. He's saying pretend to get injured, pretend to fall, because he doesn't have faith that they can actually play a good hockey game. Yep. And Joshua Jackson's character is kind of like, no. He's like not having it. So then they have their game where he keeps telling them to fall or cheat or pretend to get hit. It's like if anybody remotely hits you. Yeah, just pretend like they hit you really hard so that they get fouled or whatever. So, um, yeah, Charlie refuses to do this and Bombay gets pissed at him and the game ends and they lose. Naturally. And then because he Charlie, didn't teach them anything. He just yeah. taught them how to fall on their asses. And then Charlie just says, you, you can't make me cheat. He runs out of the room. Which and then, uh, then Bombay feels bad. And then I think he talks to Hans again about something. I don't remember what. But <laughs> it leads to him going around skating that, that lake that the kids were playing hockey on. Mm-hmm. And he's skating around and the scene goes on really long. And uh, you see that he's rejuvenated, and he now remembers what, it, what, why he loves hockey, and why he loves to skate. So then he goes to Charlie's house, <laughs> and he's like wants to apologize to Charlie. And the mom answers, and Ariana immediately was like, "These two are gonna fuck." Well, that was the thing with all of these <laughs> movies was it if there was somebody that was even remotely attractive. So the first two. There was a woman that was hot, and I said, "Yeah, okay, so Amelia's going to fuck them. Like, yeah. that's going to happen. And then the last one, there was a cute girl in high school with Joshua. It was almost <laughs> an immediate, like, I knew that this yeah. was the relationship that they wanted yeah. to happen. So, so he goes in, he apologizes to Charlie. Charlie seems fairly chill with this. <laughs> All he wanted was an apology, so he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then he goes, do you want to stay for dinner? Because he's also trying to get his mom laid. Throughout this entire movie, he's like, I gotta get my mom with a decent guy. Because he's constantly going, she dates jerks, they're all assholes, they like her, but then once they see me, they run for the door. So he's like, well, now that you know that this is my mom, and you already know I exist, and you seem to be okay, he's like constantly trying to get him and his mom together. Which is really sad. (laughs) Because... Because Bombay doesn't seem like he's interested in that series of a relationship with her. (laughs) But he agrees to stay for dinner. So then then Bombay goes to his boss, Mr. Ducksworth, and he says, Okay, I'm learning a lot of things during this community service, but this team is screwed if we can't get new equipment and we can't get funding, um, funding for ice rink time and all this shit. So I need money from you. And the boss is like, you're not getting money from me. But then he goes, we'll like, uh, we'll sponsor. It'll be sponsored by you yeah, and so name the team name after you. Yeah. We'll be the Mighty Ducks. And then he gives him a jersey and he's like, see, you even have a jersey yourself. And Mr. Ducksworth, I'm assuming is ego driven because he's like, yeah, let's do it. So then now all the kids are buying new equipment at another skate shop. But I don't think this is the one that Hans owns. <laughs> It's a different skate shop. So now they're buying all this equipment. Now they're seriously training because Bombay is taking this more seriously. He has them pass around eggs to each other. The ice rink gets disgustingly messy. (laughs) Was it worth it? I don't know. Well, and I was like, you know, Emilio's not even going to clean that up. No, someone else is going to have to clean that up. So (laughs) they're practicing all this stuff. Um, Charlie's kind of known at, they call him, nickname him Spazway because he's kind of like a mess on the ice. Like he can't skate 
very well, I guess. I don't know. Um, so he's like working with all of them. He's working with the Goldberg, the goalie and Goldberg was constantly ducking from pucks and not actually blocking anything. So he ties him to a goal post and has them hit pucks at him for like five hours. <laughs> and then, um, now they're like nice and trained. They're ready to play. Right. Yeah. He also recruits some more members he recruits a brother-sister figure skating team. <laughs> yeah, I will say this. At the beginning and end of every movie, we lose characters and we gain characters. Right. So we gained two figure skaters that we never see in the other two movies. So there's Tommy and Tammy, the figure skating siblings. And also Tommy is like, I'm pretty sure he's seven years old because he's so yeah, tiny. there's no way. I don't know what the age range is in this team, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, nine to 18 years old because then it's like then they also recruit fulton reed and he stays throughout all the movies played by eldon henson who we know of she's all that and oh and he's also in psych is he yeah who does he play in psych he's in he's in that tuesday the 17th episode where he's like the jokester guy who's the bad guy remember i really okay. don't well anyway we definitely know him and he, originally, he was just, like, defending the kids when bullies were coming to get at them. Especially the Hawks, apparently, are bullying them. And he's, like, a big, towering guy who will literally throw you into the air. And his slap shots, like, break windows and shit. Like, apparently, his slap shot is so fast that it could blow a hole through your fucking head. I bust windows <laughs> And it's, like, no wonder these kids are wearing helmets. This yeah. guy's like shoving pucks through the wall. So But he only he only makes one of five. Yeah, one of five shots. So he's not necessarily a good shot, but when he does, no one can block it. They re they recruit him and then Bombay kind of takes Charlie under his wing. His duck wing. <laughs> that was dumb. That was bad. And, and then he finally you know, has the jerseys ready and he tells all the kids, hey, we're changing our name to the Mighty Ducks. And a bunch of the kids are like, this is a stupid name. Why would we be the Ducks? What's so special about a duck? So then he goes on this whole monologue about a duck and how and it, it, it's strong and free. And The whole monologue is full of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not even remotely But apparently sure. it's inspiring enough to get Fulton and Charlie to join. So Fulton and Charlie are like, yeah, I'll be a duck. And then all the other kids join. I don't give like, a fuck. I'll be a duck. <laughs> They're like, quack, quack, motherfucker. Let's go play. So then they play against the Cardinals. They win. And this victory kind of puts some confidence in their team. And now they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yep. Because now they're they're like gaining traction within the competition. Hans even points out to Bombay. He goes, if you beat you know, this team, you have a chance to make it to the finals and beat the Hawks yep. in the end. The only thing that they're kind of missing, they don't really, they still don't really have like an outstanding hockey player. So Hans points out the fact that there's been a change in district lines and that there's one kid on the Hawks team who we haven't talked about yet is Adam Banks. And he's like the best hockey player. Not, not my ass thinking his name was Bobby. Bobby Banks? 
Yeah. <laughs> His My, name the, is Adam. I was like, when you were saying, when you were explaining who it was, I was like, oh, that's right, Bobby. And then <laughs> no. you said Adam, and I went, whoa. <laughs> My life is a lie. So Hans points out that Adam technically doesn't live within the same district to play for the Hawks. He would technically be a duck. So Bombay brings this up to Riley, Coach Riley, and Adam's dad and says, if you continue to play, you're going to have to forfeit all your games if Adam's on your team. Otherwise, he's a duck and he plays with us. So Adam, I feel bad for Adam because he has made yeah. all of this, all of these friends and he's spent all this time with this specific team and now he's being forced to change schools and change teams. Yep. And he loves hockey so much that he ends up being willing to do it, but not without the coach and Bombay's boss getting into it. And his dad. Yeah, and Adam's dad. So they all confront Bombay and say, you can't do this. How about you ignore this? And they threaten his job. Yep. Mr. Ducksworth is like, if you do this, if you actually go for this district rule and have Adam play on your team or not play at all, um, then I'll be forced to have you resign and no longer work for us. So then Bombay ends up going, okay, fine, fuck you. I'm done working for you. So yep. now he's like full-time. This is coaching. What's, this was what's funny to me is like he just stopped the community service. <laughs> yeah. Now he doesn't make any sense. He's just a full-time coach. I don't know who's paying him. Wasn't it community service? Yeah. Dude. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense because like what? Do you think he had enough money? He probably had it. Yeah, I mean he has to have some savings. But not enough to like sustain him for a, a long time. So <laughs> now, now he's coaching the team full time. And what's funny is his limo driver just stays with him. I yeah. don't. They don't need the limo driver anymore. Nor, nor is anybody paying the limo driver. But he stays on a, as like an assistant coach the entire time, and he's even which, like videotaping games. It's hilarious. Which like, now that you bring it up, um, I'm realizing he never comes back. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just there in the first movie. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Poor man. I'm not crying, guys. I just had a sniffle. <laughs> so now Adam is on the team, and Charlie at first is like, hey, I'm Charlie. And then Jesse, one of the other kids, interrupts him and is like, no, I don't trust you. <laughs> He's like, you're a hawk, and you haven't played enough or done enough to be a duck yet. It's like, this is the dumbest conversation you could possibly have. <laughs> and yeah. poor Adam feels left out and, you know, he's still going to play anyway, but I can see that well, it's going to be hard for him to, like, try and adapt to being in this new team. Well, and his friends on the Hawks team are no longer talking to him either. Yeah. Because he's a duck. Yeah, so now he's just kind of been isolated, which is really sad. He's all alone. They win another game with Banks. The Huskies is what the team was called. And they basically just keep winning through the playoffs here. Now they're finally at the championship game against the Hawks. Wow. <laughs> this is this is what Ari and I thought was so hilarious about this movie. This was maybe one of the funniest parts. While they're at this final championship game. <laughs> I can't. There's two kids on the Hawks team that Coach Riley orders to injure adam banks because he's their best player yep. so he's like do whatever it takes and then two kids are like okay so then they're playing this final game 
and we should mention in between all this is kind of just like random plot padding of like Charlie talking about how he his dad sucks and he doesn't it's have a father figure. 150% unimportant. And the other part of the padding is Emilio trying to fuck Charlie's mom. Yeah. So then so, Charlie and Emilio. And then Hans being like, oh, ducks. I love the ducks. <laughs> I love the ducks. And uh, yeah, Charlie's mom kisses Bombay. <laughs> but she's also like, I don't know if you're serious about this, but Charlie's very fond of you. And it would suck if you abandoned him because he's already been abandoned. So, yeah. so just padding. Yeah, just nothing some plot important. <laughs> I guess it is, but it's not. <laughs> not important to the film or the plot, but important to Charlie, probably. Yeah. So then they get to this last game. They've been ordered to injure Adam Banks. So they're playing the game. Uh-huh. Adam makes a goal because he's really good. He makes the goal. And the tall man, the tall boy, like shoves him into the goalpost and it and looks injures like him. yeah it looks like he's got a concussion or something yeah and the other guy who like was ordered by the other coach to hurt him is like what are you doing and the tall guy goes my job yeah i was doing my job which <laughs> melissa and i were like why is he a russian we, mob boss <laughs> we died Boy, laughing did the job do the job we died laughing he gives me order dice do the job <laughs> like, what the hell Ariana's- Went on this whole tangent about how this he's kid has, like, like an, uncle. A, an uncle sniper. Who's yeah, like, who's, like, in the stands, he's like, I like duck hunting. I'm ready to kill. He, like, called him <laughs> called him like, up and was like, I need you. He's like, to hey, finish uncle, the job. <laughs> uncle? He's like, he goes, um, uncle, I need you to do some duck hunting. And he's like, I love duck hunting. And he's like, <laughs> if you have a clear shot. You take it. And then he's like, send me the address. And it's an ice rink. And he's like, what and he is goes, this? And he goes, there's no real ducks He's here. like, this is a peewee hockey team game. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and he's like talking into his wrist like, um, so, nephew, um, what the hell am I doing here? And he's like, aim for the jersey that has the duck on it. Well, this is not what I asked for, but all right, I'll do my best. I, I think I got him. He's down. He's down for the count. I spot the duck. I shoot the duck. And he goes, and then I was like talking about how he could just go on like a whole spree and kill everybody. <laughs> I guess he could. <laughs> it was just such a random tangent. But now Arian and I think about that every time. I'm going to do the job. I was doing my, my job. job. It's like a 12 year old, 13 year old kid saying it. Doing my job. I'm doing my job. So now Adam's injured. He's got to yep. go. And <laughs> he's got to go. <laughs> and the game's not going well. They're they're sort of able to keep up, but currently, it's it's a tough market. It's going back and forth. What? <laughs> it's going back and forth. Oh. They have to decide who's going to take this. I think it's a penalty shot. Something happens where it's a penalty shot. Okay. Um, I thought it was. Then that wouldn't be up to Charlie. I thought it was up to the guy who won in five bitch. No, they did all that before. Oh, okay. They decide who's taking the last shot. And since Charlie was the one that they get the penalty shot for, uh, Bombay was like, I think Charlie should do it. And everyone else is like, uh, Charlie is not Sucks. our best player. And even Charlie was like, dude, I'm trash. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, why are you having me do this? And then Bombay's like, just do the move that we practiced. And so he's like, okay. So then he goes, he shoots it, he scores. They win. Yay. They win against the Hawks. Yay. And that's really the end of the first one. It is the end of the first oh, one. Oh, Emilio goes and he's about to try and play pro. Yeah. Now he's going to go take his shot. 
at, do uh, his job. Yeah, at a at a professional career. Do we end on oh, a freeze oh. frame? We do not end on a freeze frame. Oh. Oh. He tries out his professional career, and then he's like, I'll see you next year. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends, and Charlie Conroy is credited. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Trudy. And you're listening to QSCHS and NBC episode of Chat. Listen up, Trudy. I got a product that we're selling today. It's called a fucking picture frame. What do you do with that? You could slice someone's head off with it if you really tried really, really hard. But it's technically to frame pictures. So it's just like uh, everybody, every other product we sell. Yeah, anything could be a weapon. Right, Trudy? So it's like to frame somebody for murder. No, no, no. Like we did to that day. No, I mean, allegedly. Don't talk about what we've allegedly done, Trudy. Not but you said on frame. air. You said Not frame. Not on air. But you said frame. I know I said frame, but this is a picture frame. There's a difference. When you frame a picture, you have to cut it up. Actually, like this, is, what we this did. is exactly like framing. Like, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Listen. Listen to me. You have to cut up the picture so that it fits within the frame. Why can't you just buy a big enough frame for the picture? You could do that as well. But sometimes, the size that you want doesn't match what you find at fucking Target, Trudy. You know, when that's you how I there, feel. I feel that way every time I look in the mirror. The size does not match what I want. Wow. Trudy, I don't need to know about your personal things. Not my penis, my body, the rest of it. My penis is fine. I'm talking oh, about oh, my gut. I, I didn't even know about that either. We don't need to talk about that. I'm trying to sell a fucking picture frame, and you're bringing up your body issues. Well, how the hell did we get here? How? Tell me. Childhood trauma. Alright. Well, skirting on past that, when you go to Target, they usually just have a 5 by 8 a 7 by 9 an 11 by 20.5. There's never, never the thing you need. Which is usually a three by five. Could you imagine a three by five picture frame? No, because it doesn't exist. When you try to go to the store, you can't find it. You know what you can find? You can find three by five cards. You can find note cards. But you aren't going to be able to find anything that frames that note card. Let me tell you that. You have to go and get a custom fucking picture frame. But you know what? You don't have to go anywhere else except our website to do that. We are now selling custom picture frames, including our regular picture frames. The regular bullshit ones you get at Target. But you also can get custom ones. These ones, you can customize a one by one and a half inch frame if you really fucking wanted to. Can you imagine that? What would you use that for? I don't know, Drudy. Anything. Literally anything. A penny? Maybe there's a secret code. A penny? You want to... You don't want anyone to be able to read it. Would you stop seeing a penny? Yes, you could frame a fucking penny with it. Could you frame a shoe? Yeah, you could frame a shoe. Could you frame a chair? If you flatten it hard enough. What? A chair? A chair? What the fuck are you framing a chair for? (laughs) I have my reason. I don't need to know those reasons. Um, What about... What if you got like a shadow box frame? I don't know what that means. It's like one of those frames that are boxes. You people put jerseys. This is a new product. Shirts. You've never heard of this before. 
No, I've never heard of that before, but I have heard of shadow box frames. Okay, well, sure. If you it's think kind it's of pointless. Why would we? Why would we sell these when you could put things in boxes and put them on your wall? Drudy, do you want to sell this product or not? I don't know. I you don't know? What? You don't want to do this job anymore? This is how we make our fucking money. I don't how make we make any money our cash. Do you know? That this is detrimental to any other hobbies that we have? I don't have other hobbies. Yes, you do. Well, besides you do with that me? one. Besides that one. Exactly. So if you want to keep that up, this operation... But we... I have another job entirely. What? Yes, I've always had another job. When? I don't well, make I'm any a... money off this. You make money? What are your fucking hours? No, I don't make money. I steal money. Where are you, where are you going to work every day? I work at an office. What? You're here every day. How, uh, no, I'm not. I work in real estate. What? You work in real estate? Yes. You mean we could have a whole fucking fraudulent real estate operation going and you didn't well, I don't, mention I don't, this I don't to me? I don't want to lose my job. Lose your job? I don't want to we lose We could have job. a place to store all the bodies. We, we do. Remember the storage unit? <laughs> I provided those with my checks from the real estate company. Oh my god, Trudy! Now you've just, you've just blown it. Now I'm going to have to get Pamela to somehow edit this fucking on-air, on-air ad. How are we supposed to do that? I don't know. Guess we're going to have to figure it out. We could frame Pamela. Hopefully Jimmy hasn't gone on vacation yet. I gotta give him a call, tell him he's got to edit this shit. What? We could frame Pamela. I'm not framing Pamela. She's too, 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 too important to us. Well, we killed Phil. I know what happened to Phil. I you mean, weren't supposed to admit that. Allegedly, we allegedly killed Phil. Trudy, I'm done with you. I'm actually done with you. I'm done with your bullshit. If you keep exposing our operations without being discreet about it, I'm I'm gonna have no other choice. But to fire me? No. To fire me? Exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> I have another job, so that's okay. You won't be able to go to your other job after I fire you. You want to cut off my knees? I don't know. You Do you want to know how much week. these picture frames are for? You remember last week when you did that to that one guy? Let's not talk about what I did last week or any other week, Drudy. You are absolutely out of control today. Do you want to know how much the picture frames are? No. All right, fine. I guess you can go and look for the price on our website, backslash Drudy Trudy. And there's Drudy no dot com. Drudy. Oh, it's Drudy dot Trudy? Okay. Drudy dot Trudy. There's no dot com. Just go to that fucking website. Yeah, it'll pop up. Back to the podcast? Yeah, go back to the fucking podcast, you idiot. Alright. So, now that's the end of the first movie. Then we move on to D2. And we're going to kind of... Arguably the worst? Yes. Mm, I don't know. I think the third one's the worst. But D2 deals with... Gordon Bombay. I strongly disagree. The third one has the least amount of Emilio Estevez. I guess, but the plot itself, there's way too many plot holes in the third one. That's true. But there's, I, I filled up. a couple of them. I filled a couple of them for you. Yeah, but they didn't do it themselves. Of course you can fill it in, but that's not the point. <laughs> I guess you're right. All of a sudden, there's magically a different thing that's happening, and you're like, what the fuck happened? So... <laughs> Anyway, the second one. The second one starts off with another flashback, but he's flashing back to him skating out in the pond with his dad. And then he's playing actual pro hockey, 
but he gets an injury, right? Yeah. He injures his knee. So now uh, it didn't go well. He's got to come back to Minneapolis. But he's offered a chance to coach the junior league in Los Angeles for Team USA. He decides he's going to recruit his former Duck members to be a part of Team USA. So he goes to Charlie. Charlie then recruits everyone with like a weird fucking kazoo that makes a duck noise. And he's running around on his rollerblades. And he's gaining, gaining, gain, <laughs> I can't speak. He's running around on his rollerblades and picking up, scooping up members. <laughs> they, all of them have rollerblades, by the way. In the 90s, apparently everyone had rollerblades and they just had them on hand no matter where the fuck you were. There, I'm talking, there were kids who were working at the movie theater. He just happened to have his rollerblades on hand. There were people yep. swimming in the lake. They just have rollerblades with them while they're doing that. But I, mean, I don't we, understand. We talked about this where, like, everybody in the 90s had rollerblades. <laughs> yeah. They totally would have hung out with Brink. No questions asked. Oh, yeah. They would have all been best friends. I'm surprised Eric Von Detten wasn't a Mighty Duck, honestly, when I think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. He would have been young enough, right? Maybe he would have been just a little too young, but I don't think so. Yeah. It's, he it's was only a few un- years younger than them. I'm unsure. But, well, either way, he recruits everyone, and then they all are skating around Bombay, and they all look 8,000 times taller than him already. It's only been, like, two years, and they all have shot up way past Emilio Estevez. So, he says, hey, you guys ready to play for Team USA? And all of the ducks are like, yeah! (laughs) Then we also see Jan, who's replaced Hans, and says he's his brother, and he's like, Hans is... In the Netherlands for the summer or something. <laughs> it, it really, they gloss over a lot. They do. So now Jan has taken over the skate shop. So then um, they all end up going to L.A. together. They recruit five new players. I don't remember all of them, but there's Julie Gaffney, who is another goalie. There's Dean Portman, who Ariana loves. <laughs> He's just, he's got like a fucking tattoo on his arm. He does. And he looks 22. He's like punching all the kids to the ground. It's like, this guy is giant. What is he doing on this team? And so now he's been recruited. Thank God he was recruited. There's another guy with a lasso. Okay, that dude was messed. That that was a mess. He's like a country guy. And he's like, howdy, y'all. I have a lasso with me. I don't know what the purpose of it um with this is also when we notice a bunch of the kids from the first movie are no longer there um (laughs) and then then they start training all together and they're having fun and having a good time but now bombay has been taken to a private penthouse way far away from the where the kids are sleeping and where they're staying and at first bombay goes shouldn't i i don't know shouldn't i be closer to the kids and the guy who has set up this whole thing. He's like, no, you'll be fine. You deserve this penthouse. And it's like the whitest penthouse you could possibly see. <laughs> it, like mm. just everything. It looks like... It looks like the house in Get Out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know what's going on, but it's so creepily clean. It's like, ew, I hate this. And so... He's staying in this penthouse and he's getting like pampered by all these people. And, you know, they're dominating the competition. They're doing great as Team USA. Um, 
Fulton and Dean end up getting along really well because they're both the bigger guys and they end up calling themselves the Bash Brothers. Yeah. And they get everyone riled up. And then um, there's also a tutor that's introduced. And Who's this is like... Amelia's love interest for this one. Yeah, she's the love interest. And she comes in. She's just tutoring the kids. She's teaching them something about like pride for your country. I was like, I don't know what they're saying. She was saying something like the U.S. is basically a teenager compared to all the other countries, which is true. Um, and, you know, does this whole metaphor of how, you know, the U.S. is similar to all you kids and what you're going through and trying to just figure things out and making mistakes and blah, blah, blah. Um, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But then <laughs> then they play a game. They were, they've gotten too cocky is what's happened. They play a game against Iceland. And now they get wrecked. Rigged. <laughs> what I love about this is they made Iceland the villains, which it's like really you went for Iceland as the villainous country. I don't know. I don't know yeah. why. Have you ever watched a movie and gone, oh, "Why are the Germans the villains here?" <laughs> they always should have been. It should have been the Iceland people. No, you've never done that. <laughs> they always do a stereotypical like, "Ah, oh, yes, we got to have this team." Like. Wasn't it? Hell, I've even seen USA being the villain. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is And I'm just like, can we? It's as if. Stop. It's equivalent to making Canada the villains of a, yeah. of a movie, which is just hilarious. It's like Iceland. You went for Iceland and they made all of the Iceland team have bleach blonde hair, which I don't think is true. No. <laughs> so the coach of the Iceland team has like gross slick back hair throughout the whole movie. And he also has this girl that's with him who's his assistant coach. And clearly... Or is she the tutor for that group? No, she says she's the assistant coach. All right. And and she... Um, is the seductress. Yeah, she, like, tries to seduce Emilio. Not in, like, an actual seduction way, but she's flirting with him, trying to get on his good side, when really she's just trying to get information out of him. So well, yeah, they, because at that point he didn't realize she was an Iceland person. Right. So then they end up playing badly against Iceland... Adam gets his wrist hit, which basically ends up being fractured, I think. It's like broken or fractured or something. It's not fully broken, but... I think it's like a bruised bone type yeah, situation. I'm not like sure, he, has, but... he has to keep it wrapped for a little bit, and then he's fine. But he's not He's not saying anything about it. No, yeah, I know. So now the whole team is mad. Bombay is pissed with them. Um, and then he drives... We're pissed with Bombay. He's like driving this team to play harder than ever... And Charlie brings up to him, he's like, um, this isn't very fun. He's like, it's not supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be winning. Now he's reverting back to his past self in season one. Season one? <laughs> Fuck. Movie one, you mean? <laughs> he's reverting back to his past self in movie one. <laughs> and the kids are pissed at him. Now the kids are exhausted. The teacher, or sorry, the tutor, her name's Michelle McKay, Miss McKay. Uh, iconic. The tutor ends up canceling practice for them because she sees all of them fucking falling asleep in her class. And then she confronts Bombay and says, you're being a complete asshole and you're running these kids to their limit and they're done. So then the team, while they're on this break, they end up going out to play. And during their games, there was Keenan Thompson <laughs> who was yeah. introduced. He was, His like, name giving is... them shit. And he's, yeah, he's basically heckling them the entire time. And then they see him while they're out hanging out. 
He goes, you guys want to play real street hockey? Then get your asses over here. So then they all play street hockey with him and his brother and all of his friends. And they end up kind of like being, once again, rejuvenated. And they're like, oh yeah, hockey can be fun. And it doesn't have to have all this pressure to win. So, um... You know who Emilio got that from? From Hans. From his dad. Oh. What? (laughs) In the breakfast club. Oh. (laughs) You think... You gotta win! 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 You think Bombay is actually... I think he's... Andrew? Andrew. (laughs) Gordon? He changed his name? That's Andrew Bombay right there. So, now the kids are like, yeah, let's play hockey! But Bombay still hasn't, his mind hasn't changed. So then cue Jan. He has to come in and save the day. Jan just shows up at the penthouse randomly. I don't even know what happened, but. um, <laughs> um, Isn't Emilio looking out the window? I think so, something. But then, yeah, he gives him another pep talk. It's like, hey, you can do this. Remember, you love hockey. And this is just the sole purpose of the Hans-Jan character. <laughs> yeah. So now we have... Instead of ice skating on the lake, it's it's Bombay rollerblading around in the sunset on oh the street. Gosh. I don't in know the what the shortest shorts I've ever seen on any man ever. <laughs> it's horrendous looking. They go they're playing against Germany. The tutor has now stepped in as the coach because Bombay hasn't come back yet. Then you see Bombay him. comes back. Bombay comes back with the fucking duck kazoo again. And then none of the kids want him to coach them. So then they end up getting over it. Then they win the game against him using the flying V. And then they advance to the next round. Now Bombay talks to Adam about his wrist injury and then says, you need to go get that checked out. So then he goes and gets it checked out and ends up, you know, he can't play. So Charlie goes and gets Russ, Keenan Thompson. And he's like, hey, I'm a, you know, how I always said I'd be a better coach than a better player. And he was like, yeah. He's like, well, recruit this guy because he has this special move called the knuckle puck, which ends up winning them their game. So now he's on their team. Then they play against Iceland in their last game. Adam comes back and his wrist is fine. They're like, It's well, magically we are- healed. And then they're like, well, we already have a full team. And then Charlie's like, I'll sit I'll out. I'll sit out because Charlie's the best character. Yeah, so then he sits out, and he's basically just being an assistant coach at this point. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a fucking clipboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then... They win. They win, but they also were getting, like... <laughs> they were all getting riled up, and the lasso guy comes out. Remember oh this? Oh, my and, gosh. And he tries to lasso one of the opposite and he gets team a penalty. players. He gets a penalty. For obvious reasons. Then the Bash brothers are going around, and everyone on Team USA is, like, banging against the the boards like the hockey surrounding boards and they get penalties they all get penalties and bombay's like what the fuck is going on so then they all go back into the break room and they do this whole thing where they announce what what part of the country they're from i'm like i don't know what this is (laughs) oh yeah they went around and they were like i'm from massachusetts minute i'm from boston massachusetts I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Like it didn't ma- it didn't matter. At I don't all. know what it was what they were doing. And then what was funny is Jan came in at the end and I would have loved it if Jan was like, I'm from the Netherlands. <laughs> I'm from I don't know what you're talking about. So um after this speech about being from America, they're like, Oh yeah, we should probably calm down. I don't know how that equaled 
equaled calming down, but apparently I think, it worked. I think it was, oh, you're representing your country and your city. And your so state. quit being a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go out there, Connie, Banks, all of them are making goals. They're doing great. I will say, in this movie, Julie, is that her name? Yeah, the goalie. We got pissed off because yeah. Goldberg is the goalie, and he sucks. Yeah. Like, he's really bad. She's a great goalie. She's really good. And, like, she keeps asking Bombay if she can be goalie. Right. And he's constantly like, yeah, at some point, and never lets her be goalie. Yeah. Anyway. So then they tie in the end. They have to do that five-shot shootout. Whatever team can get five goals first. So they're doing this whole thing. And then finally... Um, they win. They win. Julie is the goal. Julie had switched out with Goldberg, and she ends up mm-hmm. being the reason they win. Again, why wasn't she being used? <laughs> and then they win the tournament. This movie ends with them singing around a campfire, We Are the Champions. Yep. And then credits. All right, third one. Let's be quick. They win, they lose, they lose, they win. No. The, end. the third movie. The third movie does not have Emilio Estevez in it hardly at all. Thank God. It starts with him saying, hey, I gotta go teach this peewee hockey team. I gotta go team. my own way. And Charlie Conley's like, what the fuck? That's Conroy yeah. to you. And then he walks away. He's pissed off. He's pretty much like being a rebellious teenager in this whole movie. Yeah. Well, and, and all of the kids pretty much come back, except for yeah. the exception of a few. But they all come back because they all got scholarships. Yeah. To, to this prep school. Yeah, this prep school in Minneapolis. So they're wanting to join this junior varsity team and the villains in this one are the varsity team yeah so also their mascot is called the warriors it's super offensive has like a person with a headdress on as the mascot it's unbelievably offensive and they're trying to join this hockey team so their new coach is what's his name orion ted orion and Charlie immediately does not get along with this coach. He thinks he's a washed up (laughs) hockey loser who who left the career and is bitter about it. Which is true. Yeah, it is. But it's there's more to the story. So then they end up butting heads. Charlie was named captain of the team, but now his captain rank has been taken away. And Goldberg is no longer the goalie. Which, yeah, like we said, obviously. Julie's actually the goalie. Yeah. The thing is, is that the choices that the coach is making are not all bad. Like, (laughs) some of them make sense. So, (laughs) so then. um, Adam actually makes varsity instead of JV. Again, because he's the best hockey player. Mm -hmm. So. But then he split from his friends. Right. So now he's again split from his friends. Now varsity and junior varsity are playing pranks on each other because. Well, Varsity kind of started it. They're being jackasses, and they, like, put all their clothes in the shower, and then they re- the ducks retaliated by freezing all their clothes with liquid nitrogen. Dumb. And the physics of that didn't, didn't make any sense. <laughs> they had, like, freeze-dried a... Tomatoes. A, no, like a letterman's jacket, but when it was hit, it just shattered the entire jacket into, like, pieces. I was like, that's not how liquid nitrogen works. Anyway. <laughs> but, sure. They keep doing these pranks back and forth. This one's the most, like, parent trap-like. It's just, here's our prank on you. Here's my prank on you. 
we're putting ants in your bed. We're putting whipped cream yeah. on your face. It the was sound like, effects are intense as well. Yeah, it was very cartoony. <laughs> and so, so now they're battling Varsity because Varsity uh-huh. was like, hey, we're challenging you to see who's better. So now they're all battling in this hockey game. And they do this whole, like, underground secret game where they're meeting at the school. And then they get caught because now they're starting to fight physically. And Orion steps in and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And he yells at Charlie and he yells at all the kids. But Charlie says he's done um, and leaves the team. And we also forgot to mention that Charlie meets this girl named Linda at school. And that's the girl that Ariana was talking about earlier. And she's actually trying to start a petition to get a petition signed to change the mascot and i was like okay i agree with her she's the only one that's making sense so then charlie and fulton is also leaves the team they both hang out with each other at the mall of america for like an entire day (laughs) they're like skipping school (laughs) they're riding a roller coaster i don't know what the it was just like these two having a good old time skipping school but also missing hockey and they do it like for a few days I think yeah. because they get like bored of it eventually. Yeah. And then Fulton's like, I, I want to go back and, and play hockey. And Charlie's like, fine. Yeah. He's being a dickhead. And he's like, whatever, dude, <laughs> get out of my face. So then Charlie is at home and now fucking Bombay shows up randomly after an hour and a half of the movie's already done. And he comes back and he's like, get up, Charlie. And he's throwing him out of his bed. And he's like, I have to show you something. And he takes him to the ice rink. Um, and there's Coach Orion with his daughter who got into a car accident and she's paralyzed and he's like skating her around in her wheelchair on the, on the rink. And Bombay explains to him, he didn't just quit hockey because he was bitter. He quit because his daughter needed him and he was going to be there for his daughter. So now Charlie has a new perspective on life and all this stuff. And Bombay tells him, you know, I told coach orion that you were the heart of the team and you have to live up to that and now you currently haven't been so now charlie feels bad and feels responsible so he goes back and tells coach orion i'd like to skate on on our team and coach orion says okay get on the fucking bus so then he gets on the bus (laughs) and then charlie's mom is in this movie but she i don't know she didn't really need to be i don't know what she was doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's just kind of in the background wasn't she yeah well because in the second one didn't they say that she got remarried and was on her honeymoon the entire movie <laughs> for the entire summer i don't see how that's possible that was weird <laughs> yeah so i don't know she comes back but she's only there to like watch the games i think at one point she does yell at charlie for being a dickhead <laughs> and charlie's like i don't care so so coach orion has been working with them now now that they've all made up their training and training in two-way hockey where it's like he wants to focus more on defense because they weren't focused on that at all. They were just focused on making goals. And um, so now they're really good. And the final game is, of course, against Varsity, the villains. And Adam, at some point, this is what I say by the ho- the plot holes in this movie, is that Adam, the last time we see him before... Adam. Sorry. The last time we see him, Charlie and Adam were punching each other. <laughs> then, then the yeah. next time we see him, Adam and Charlie are BFFs and they're running around skating together. And I'm like, where was the result? 
where was the resolution here? There was no resolve to that situation actually shown on camera. It's just randomly, they're all good now. And now he's on JV. Yeah, now and now he's on JV. I think at one point... I said to Mel, I think it's because Charlie quit, so they needed an extra player on JV. So they, right. they basically pulled But they didn't Adam explain back. that at all. No. And then the other thing that happened, remember they had that whole court thing? <laughs> Where now Bombay has to come back as a lawyer? Which, isn't he fired? How is he a lawyer? I don't think he comes back as a lawyer. He just is like representation or something. Like he's not actually lawyering. He's just debating a fact. Okay. Like he's just standing up for them. Yeah. The but board- he's using lawyer jargon. So. Right. So the board is threatening to revoke the Duck scholarship and telling Orion that he gets needs to get new team members because of all the pranks that have been going on. Like Varsity was getting all upset about it. Yeah. So... Then Bombay comes in and does this whole speech about why the Ducks scholarships are important and I don't know what else. You said Bombay comes in and the first thing I thought was, Bombay comes in with a mischievous grin. Bruno? Anyway. And you say I'm stupid. (laughs) I don't think, have I called you stupid? This episode? Yes. Oh. Oh, I apologize. I meant to call you an idiot. So this is, they get to the final game. They're fighting against Varsity. Halfway through the game, they change their jerseys again. They always are changing their jerseys to be the Ducks again. And but then this time, there, there's already, oh yeah, that's right. Because they were the Warriors. That's right. And they're like, let's get rid of this super offensive mascot and put on well, our that was what they, jerseys. That's what they were fighting for anyway. They were like, we want the school mascot. If we win, school mascot becomes the Ducks. That's right. If you win, it'll stay the Warriors. Right. Um, Which we didn't mention. Did we mention the, the girl? Yeah, Linda. So she's also, so this is might be give brownie points to Charlie. Really. Exactly. Because he's fighting for her petition. Pretty much. So then they're in the room and it's like, the second quarter and Dean Portman shows up. They had said he left and he wasn't in the entire movie until the last 15 minutes. Remember he comes back and then yeah. Fulton reads like my bash brother. And it's like, what was the point of having him leave if yeah. he was coming back anyway? I think maybe he wasn't available for the entire filming. Or <laughs> maybe not. Like that. But, but the other thing funny. too is like, we haven't really talked about him, but Hans, he's been in like, the whole movie throughout oh my gosh, he's been like talking to charlie lines. but like while they're doing this last game they are like broadcasting it on the radio or some shit which makes no sense but this is before the last he dies before the last game it's Way during to spoil it <laughs> no i that's what i'm saying because remember charlie has that whole breakdown after hans dies listen charlie goes through a lot of breakdowns apparently <laughs> yeah he does but basically during is it it's this game though I don't know. During some game, they're broadcasting it on the radio, which makes absolutely no sense. And we see Hans, just the same shot of him over and over going, go ducks, my ducks, go. That's my ducks. Yeah, that's my ducks. It's really dumb. And then you don't see him and it turns out bitch died. Well, it's because Charlie, remember Charlie comes in there. They have that last conversation. Charlie goes to him for advice, I guess. Throughout the whole movie, really. Yeah, and Hans keeps explaining to him the same thing that Bombay later says to him as, you're the heart of the team, and you're not living up to it. You need to be that man. And, like, Charlie doesn't want to hear it, so he leaves. 
And then the last words Han says are, goodbye, Charlie. And also at the beginning of the scene, Charlie goes, are you all right, Hans? Because Hans is like coughing or something. I don't know. And you're immediately like, Hans is going to die for sure. So yeah, he dies at some point. And that's actually what causes Bombay to come back now that I'm remembering. (laughs) I completely skipped past the fact of the reason Bombay comes back. (laughs) So so now um, they all... They all end up fighting against Varsity. Now that they have Dean back, um, they're feeling more confident. They end up winning the game. Goldberg actually does the final goal because Charlie like fakes them out by handing the puck to Goldberg to shoot. So then they win, and now the mascot has changed, and Linda can't believe it, and Linda kisses Charlie. And then now they are... I guess the Eden Ducks, <laughs> the Eden Hall Ducks, because they're not the Warriors anymore. They're the Mighty Ducks, baby. I don't know. Yeah. So then Bombay's like, eh, these assholes don't need me anymore. I'm going to go. And it's like, we Thank didn't God. need you this entire time. <laughs> Thanks for getting paid for five minutes. <laughs> and uh, that's how... Probably that's outrageously how paid, going to be honest. D3, the Mightiest Ducks, ends. What's your moral of the story for all of these? My moral of the story for all of these is um, don't park on ice with a giant limousine. Mine is Joshua Jackson is great. You can't do much better. Thanks for listening, guys. That's your moral. <laughs> yeah. Best character, obviously, Charlie Conroy. Um, that kid can cry like a pro. Sure can. <laughs> My butt is in pain. See you next time. <laughs>